From COK Studios in Sonari Glinton's Gondola, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the challenges facing German Chancellor Angela Merkel in the wake of the U.S. decision to leave the Paris Climate Accord. We'll also consider what an LGBTQ pride parade looks like in Kiev, Ukraine. And we'll consider amidst the mists and coldest frosts, with stoutest wrists and loudest boasts, he thrusts his fists against the posts and still insists he sees the ghosts. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the law firm of Stark and Wayne, looking out for the legal needs of billionaire playboys who work as crime fighters in their spare time. Visit richhero.law for more information. And Rusty's Kids, the leading indoor summer camp for pale children with weak ankles. Sign your pasty, unathletic child up today at myanklehurts.org and get a free helmet and ankle brace. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. German Chancellor Angela Merkel has been doing a political balancing act as tensions over the Paris Climate Agreement and Brexit continue to mount. Merkel has assumed an even greater role as the America First policies of President Donald Trump have removed the U.S. from being a major player on the world stage. The German chancellor reached out to President Trump ahead of his visit to Europe next month, saying she'll work to keep the group of 20 nations united even after Trump's decision to quit the Paris Accord on climate change. But there are also other challenges Merkel faces. Joining us in the studio to profile Merkel and the increasing reach of her leadership is senior gossip reporter and popular teenage girl, Melissa Reynolds. Good to see you, Melissa. Hey! So, Melissa, it seems like Angela Merkel is having to fill the void left by the United States as far as being a leader that other Western nations look to for help and guidance. Oh, toes. With the U.S. doing whatever stupid junk they're doing and the U.K. being all dumb with their Brexit, someone needed to step up, and that someone was Angela Merkel. She's like Wonder Woman. Have you seen it? Oh, uh, tell us about that. Well, she's like this goddess or whatever who lives on this secret island with all these Amazon women who are, like, really good at fighting and stuff. Then she gets pulled into World War One. That was the First one, right? Anyways, she's all strong and doesn't get why the men are so stupid, so she just, like, goes and fights. She gets helped out by this group of kind of grody dudes, except for Captain Kirk. He's super hot. They help her and stuff, but you kind of get the impression that she could totes do it by herself without any of them. I meant tell us about Angela Merkel and her recent rise to power. Well, I mean, it's exactly like Wonder Woman. All the dumb men like Trump are just, like, being dumb. And she's like, I don't have time for this. I have stuff to do, like fix the climate and stand up to Putin and not take a big crap on refugees. France's new president, Emmanuel Macron, is kind of like hot guy from Wonder Woman. He's helpful and trying to work with Merkel, and that's great. But you can tell she could probably be just fine on her own. Well put. Now, what are your sources telling you about how she's planning to go forward amid all this chaos? Well, my friend Helmut's older sister, Annika, used to date Merkel's secretary, Klaus, and he says that she's planning to pick up any slack that gets left by Trump. I guess she met with the Pope last weekend, and he was all, keep up the good work, and she was all, I will, and he was all, that's awesome, and she was all, danke. That's good to hear that she's committed to the Paris Agreement, no matter what. 
I also heard from my other friend Hansel, who works in the bakery where Merkel gets her strudel every morning, that she's planning to make sure Europe gets a good deal with Britain when they leave the EU. She's definitely moving into the space left by the U.S. and Britain. I was in Brussels last week as part of my Model UN summer camp, and I actually talked to Angela Merkel for a second. Really? Yes way. Here's a short audio clip of that. Chancellor Merkel, I'm with Consider Our Knowledge. Can you tell me what you plan to do about America's isolationist policies? The times when we could completely count on others, they are over. I've experienced this in dealing with the U.S. lately. And that is why I can only say that we Europeans must take our fate into our own hands. Now, if you will excuse me, I need to board my invisible plane back to Themyscira. I mean Berlin. Berlin, yes, that is where I'm going. Yes. Wow, she really is Wonder Woman. I know, right? Thanks for that report, Melissa. No prob. That was senior gossip reporter and popular teenage girl, Melissa Reynolds. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to Gay Pride Month. Every June, festivities and parades celebrating and advocating for LGBTQ rights go on all over the world. Our own Trevin Motley went to Kiev, Ukraine this weekend to experience what their Pride weekend and parade was like. He filed this report. Thousands of people marched in Kiev Sunday in support of LGBTQ rights and equality in Ukraine. While it's not what I'm typically used to as far as Pride celebrations, it was an important day for all involved. Organizers said it was the largest Pride event the country has ever seen. It was fun event! We were glad to march and not have so much hitting and flares and tear gas. Pride is more fun without the hitting and taking people to hospital. Igor Vikrov was one of the Kiev Pride organizers, and he said that this year's parade was much better than previous years, since it didn't erupt into violence between Pride marchers and right-wing protesters who threw flares and injured two police officers in 2015. This year is much better. I was only a little afraid this year. It is easier to feel pride when you are not crippled by fear. It is difficult to be queer here in Eastern Europe, but we are making progress here in Ukraine. It was nice to have drag queens and bears and lesbians all marching together. It was much less turn up and more turn it up. <laughs> it is hard to see the parade behind the rows of police in riot gear, but trust me, it's very fun when you peek through the policemen to see all the leather daddies and sequins and rainbows. The change in mood at the parade reflects some larger shifts in the country as Ukraine's government moves to align itself more closely with Western Europe and further from Russia. Our leaders are embracing equality and LGBTQ rights. We are happy to have more support. Meanwhile, in the United States, our president and government did nothing for Pride Month. They literally did more in the Ukraine than Trump and his people did in Washington. The Ukraine. I am hearing that your president did not celebrate Pride. That is sad. They're making huge reforms in former Soviet countries, and Trump won't even hang a Pride flag at the White House. I am sorry. Would you like to come to the discotheque with me and my friends? Mm, I'm not sure. Oh, please. My friend Sergei was making eye at you in line at Parade. What? He said you look like sexy men from Shower Gel commercial. Really? Despite the efforts of Igor and the Kiev Pride organizers, many people continue to face discrimination and persecution for their sexual orientation throughout the region. 
But it honestly isn't much worse than some of the crap going on at home thanks to the current administration. We work hard in Eastern Europe, and we are hoping to have fun without violence again tonight at Pride Party. Even though he smelled like beef bouillon cubes and vodka, Sergei was quite attractive. He kind of had like a young Tom Selleck thing going. Very hairy. It's not usually what I go for, but a girl can get used to just about anything. Given how things are going, I might just stay in the Ukraine as Sergei's live-in man candy. It's honestly better than sketchy grinder dates and whatever fresh hell Trump comes up with. From Kiev, I'm LGBT reporter Trevin Motley. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins. It's important to recognize the wins in everyday life, no matter how little. Our first one comes from Janet and Mike Plowright in Buffalo, New York. Janet and Mike successfully avoided having the sex talk with their curious six-year-old son after a phone call from their mortgage company interrupted his questions about where babies come from. We assume that little Timmy will bring it up again soon, but for now, this counts as a big little win. Congratulations to Doug Meeks in Charleston, who successfully shot a balled-up piece of paper into the trash can in his office while several co-workers were watching. That big shot counts as a big little win in our book, Doug. If you or someone you know has a big little win, let us know by posting on our Facebook page or sending us a tweet. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, you can go to our website, considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Consider Our Know. You can download the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Next week will be our 200th episode spectacular, so please join us for that and tell your friends to sign up and listen to Public Radio's Finest Parody Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Yeah, and meanwhile, in the United States... <laughs> meanwhile, in the United States, our president and government did nothing for Pride Month. Nothing. Nothing. Didn't Ivanka do something? Nope she say something? Oh, she tweeted something. She tweeted something. Oh, a heartfelt tweet's always nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh.